in-depth and God-filled conversations with some of the brightest names in contemporary Christian music and worship. This is The Artist Interview with Gordon T. And welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my absolute privilege to scour the world of contemporary Christian and worship music, bringing you some of the brightest talents and some of the most amazing stories and wonderful music. And this week, I'm very pleased to welcome Leanna Crawford to the show. And you know, before we meet her, I think it'd be great if we heard this first track from her. It's a brand new single and it's called Make It Through. And that was Make It Through by Liana Crawford. Hey, Liana, how are you doing? I'm so good. So happy to be here. It's great to have you uh, on the Artist Interview. Uh, I've chatted you before. Uh, I've heard your story, but I know that many of our listeners will not have done. And, and it's amazing the way that God's been working in your life. So if you'd be happy really to share a bit about your background, how you came to be a Christian and how on earth you came to be a Christian artist, We'd be very, very interested to know. The floor is yours. I love it. I love it. Well, um, I grew up in a in a small little farm town um, in the northwest northwest states, uh, Washington State, and uh, grew up just uh, very close with my family. Um, my my parents are believers, so I actually grew up like in church. Um, when I was four, I would say like, I like remember this moment of just like, that's when I asked Jesus into my heart. I remember exactly where I was. And I feel like sometimes I would like minimize that, like thinking back to my story of like little four-year-old Leanna, like knowing, but truly like, I felt like I, I just like trusted Jesus in that moment. And then of course it doesn't end there, right? The story of like my, you know, journey with Jesus doesn't, my relationship with him doesn't end there. It like, has continued to grow and develop over the years. And I feel like every, like, I just feel like there's so many different seasons and moments where like God has just continued to like be so kind. And, and I've like learned more about him over the years. Um, in high school, I got baptized, um, at a, at a, my high school, um, summer camp, we were getting, doing baptisms in the river. So just kind of cool. I was like, Ooh, kind of like, you know, kind of like Jesus in a way, right? Like in a river, it was not the Jordan river. That would have been sweet, but, uh, it was very cold. Um, but I had forgotten I like forgot to tell my parents until the morning of, and I could have like told them so they could have been there. So they probably not forgiven me for not being, able to be <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't tell you guys, but, uh, that was a, that was a very special, special moment. I would say defining moment in my life when I'd like decided to get baptized. Um, and it was very emotional for me. I, I didn't, like it was, I feel like I was starting to like understand just like God's kindness and um, my just complete like 
undeserving of his kindness, like me just being completely unworthy and yet him like loving me like fully and just like, just continuing to, to love me and be kind and be faithful throughout my life. And then, um, that has really been just like a, a, that was like one of those moments of just a defining moment and just has continued. Right. But my, my musical journey is kind of like goes like in parallel with that. And that I was like, from a very young age, I was always singing all the time. I loved singing. I loved musicals. The sound of music was one of my favorite movies. If you've ever seen that one, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved, loved everything music. My family wasn't like crazy musical, um, but they really did like um, uh, help like champion that. And my parents were very kind in that and like my family kind of surrounded, but I just loved anything to do with music. Um, I wrote my first song when I was 15. Um, I was always like making up music, but like in writing songs, but like I say, like my first official song was like 15 years old and it was, we had taken our youth group down to this, um, this big event. Um, it was called the harvest crusade and pastor Greg Laurie from California was speaking and sharing his testimony. And he did this altar call and like all 20 of us in my youth group, we were sitting like way up in the rafters of this like huge arena in Seattle. And I had like this perfect vantage point of being able to look down at the floor of this arena. It was empty. And then we did the altar call. He invited people to come down to the floor. And as I saw like hundreds, probably thousands of people just like standing room only flood the floor as they were like dedicating their lives to Jesus or rededicating their lives to Jesus. And I'm looking from above and I just remember like sitting down and just completely just like breaking down in tears and just being so like filled with like, just like, again, just this like overwhelming, like sense of God's grace and his love for me. And then like everybody. So after that, I went home and like wrote my first song and um, I'm going to spare everybody. I won't sing that for you. But it was oh, like hold the- on, hold on. Have you, have you got a ukulele handy? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's a little way. Is it too far I, to go and get it and do a little? I, 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 I'm surprised sometimes when people talk about their first song, how, how much they don't want to sing it. But, but maybe can we persuade you to do a little bit of it? <laughs> you know, why not? Why not? I need to see. Give me, give me one second. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know if I know the words. <laughs> you know what's funny? is I wrote this on guitar actually, but it was before I really played guitar. I don't know if I remember the words, but I'll try. Let's see. Uh, I think I remember the chorus though, part of it, see. It's you that gives hope to the hurting. You that gives strength to the poor. It's you that gives life to the searching. And something, something. <laughs> I don't remember from there. <laughs> it was, That's something in the chorus. It was really good till you ran out the lyrics. I was really enjoying it. So so that was 15-year-old, Leanna. How, how many years ago was that that you wrote that? That was uh, 12 years ago. I'm 27 now. 12 years okay. Ago. So, so I've got to say, not bad at all for a 15-year-old. That's pretty good. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That, that is a real bonus. Little treat for our listeners because you won't hear that probably anywhere else. Okay. <laughs> so. Else. So, so, you, so you had that moment where the, the, just the place was being flooded by people committing their lives, either the first time Jesus or recommitting them, and you just were overwhelmed by God's love, wrote a song, the first song you really sort of wrote. And then did you then go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play with someone and they loved it. And you thought, oh, maybe I've got a gift and you did a bit more. How, what happened then? Yeah. So then that kind of just started like me 
really writing in moments when I was like moved to move to write or when I was just like writing through like how I was feeling about something. Um, and it really just songwriting for me became like either like a, a point of like worship or just like working through stuff. And I kind of just like I kept doing it and I would just like write and I, I loved it. And I had no idea what I was doing, but I was just like writing songs. And uh, then when I graduated high school or no, right before that, I went on a missions trip to Haiti. And this was a, a trip. It was my first time there. I ended up going a few more times after, but um, it was, it was a short little trip, but my church had been going there for years and years. So um, I went, went on this trip and it was like the first time that I spent like alone time with Jesus. Really. I felt like I was, I was like a pretty like social kid. Like I was always having fun and just like wanted to be life of the party. Like just always like, I just loved, like, just love people. I still do, right? Like, love, love hanging out with people. But um, I, I never really made time to just, like, sit alone with Jesus. And so on this trip, I found myself um, journaling a lot. And I would get up before everybody else on, on, the, on the trip with me. And I don't know, I just, like, I would just wake up. And, like, as the sun would rise, and I would go up upstairs on this unfinished roof. And as the sun would rise, I would just, like, journal and pray. And it was really the first time I spent alone time with him. And on that trip, I came away, like, with this sense of God calling me to do music. And that's like another one of those moments that felt just like a very, it was a very defining moment in that like I had, I really had no idea. I, I wasn't even sure what that calling looked like. If it was, it almost felt like a little bit um, selfish at the time. I wasn't sure. Cause I was like, do I, am I just hearing this? Cause I think that'd be really sweet to do music. Like, is that what I'm, I'm hearing? And I like had to work through that a little bit because I was like, just because I love it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And that God, you know, that God, I think he calls us a lot of times into what we love and what our gifts are. And so I, I, I remember coming back and I, I told my mom and again, my parents just being the kindest like champions. Um, she was like, okay, let's, let's figure out how to do this. And so, um, kind of started that journey of like, I would, I found the studio down in, you know, Seattle, Washington. Um, and it was a bunch of these guys that probably were rock stars in like the seventies or sixties. And, uh, and they played on my songs my first time in a recording studio. And it was like, so, uh, it was so cool, but the songs were like that, you know, all my different songs that we've recorded and it, they just like turned out like they were, you know, maybe from 50 years ago, but it was awesome. Like I was like, this is awesome. But I basically just started playing shows or anywhere like anyone would have me. I played at, you know, weddings and memorial services. And, um, there was this, uh, radio contest that it was like a local radio contest that happened. Um, and the winner got to open for jars of clay, um, up in, um, up in Abbotsford, BC, British Columbia, which was just an hour North of us, just right over the border. And I ended up I submitting one of my songs. I ended up winning that contest. And so I got to like, they played my song on the radio and then I got to like drive up and, um, and open for them. And it was so cool. I called it my international tour. Cause I was going over the border, you know, I was very excited. In, into Canada, into Canada, for, for international yeah, yeah. no idea which border it is. It's the Canadian border you're going over, sorry, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. Sorry. Into the, into Canada. Um, and that was like, kind of continuing to like that was we just were saying I was just saying yes to like anything that would happen I wanted to move to Nashville Tennessee um that felt like the the spot that I was you know for music when I graduated high school I was like 
um, 18, I was ready to, you know, just get started in this music thing, but I didn't know anyone in Nashville. I didn't really have a reason to move there. So instead I ended up going to a small, um, Christian college for music business. I ended up getting a music business degree and that was in Washington state. So I actually stayed like 45 minutes from home and it ended up being like such a great decision. Um, and, during my time in college, I went to a songwriting event and my mom and I took a girl's trip to this songwriting event. It was like a little weekend conference. And the first night of this conference, they had an open mic and no one had signed up for this open mic. They were just like, let's kind of get an icebreaker started. So they were like calling out names at random and they called like four people and no one would go sing. Uh, and then they called my name and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll like step up there and sing one of my songs. So I borrowed someone's ukulele and I got on stage and I'd sang a song and Matthew West happened to be there that night. Um, heard me sing and share that song. And um, long story short, he ended up inviting me out to Nashville. I sent him some of my demos that I just recorded over the years and he ended up inviting me out to Nashville to write with him um, and a producer by the name of AJ Pruce. And I ended up making trips my junior year of college. I would have been 20, 20 and then 21 and then um, made trips. And then I got to go on, on tour with Matthew West and Jordan Feliz um, a year later, which was like so See, crazy. And then I- Absolutely insane. I know it's so, so cool. What an amazing God opportunity. And when I spoke with Matthew and he came on the show, he said that he had just been at a memorial service himself for somebody who had actually really blessed him and helped him in his career. And during that time, he'd felt he would like to do the same for someone else. And then he was at that event, heard you and just really felt that, wow, that could be this thing. I should, I should see what happens. And then it, clearly God just opened that door. So it's amazing the way that just those things intersected. And if you'd, if you'd turned down that thing, if you'd gone, oh, I don't think I want to sing right now. I'm, I'm just a bit tired. Wow. Your life story would be very different. It's amazing what God did. So you've been on, on to, in fact, You've been on tour with Matthew when, when you were, what, was that 21? Um, so it was, oh, at my age or the year? The age when, when you went on tour. Oh, so. my age. I think, how old was I? I think I was 20 at that because I've been going back and forth. I was either 22 or 23. Okay, yeah, point. a little bit of time passes. It was, like a, it was a little, so we wrote songs, we ended up releasing songs, and then that right after that or during that tour and kind of right after I ended up moving to Nashville and it kind of was like the perfect time. So I did end up moving to Nashville eventually, which is where I live now. Okay. So you built, you built up some contacts uh, and felt that it was the right time to, to go there and record contract wise then how, how did that all actually happen? And for you, what's been the benefits of it? Yeah. So um, moved to Nashville, got to go on the road with Matthew and then um, had opportunities kind of through that to go on the road with, with him and like a bunch of other artists, which was really, really cool. So I was just like getting to go on the road with Jeremy Camp and Michael W. Smith on one tour and 10th Avenue North, like all these people I'd looked up to for so long, which was so cool. Um, and then in the fall of 2019, or I guess in the spring of 2019, um, our, when I moved to Nashville, it was like 2018, beginning of 2018. And I thought I would get like a record deal like right away because I just thought that would happen. And that did not happen, <laughs> which was like such a blessing in the end. Like it was like, I just thought it happened like this, but it takes a lot longer, right? Even after you sign a record deal. But um, it ended up being such a blessing that it didn't happen when on my timeline, it happened on God's timeline because I was able to like continue to grow and figure out what my message is. So when I actually did get, um, 
uh, introduced to a label and um, we, we started talking and all that. They were um, kind of coming alongside what I had already um, been like working through with, with Jesus and what my calling was and my messaging and like songs and all that, which was really cool. But anyways, fast forward to like 2019 and um, I got, um, a record deal with Provident um, Music, which is um, their uh, Sony um, Sony Music's like Christian division, and they just been such a blessing. We signed in end of 2019, got like did like a photo shoot, music videos, all the things, um, and then the beginning of 2020 hit, which was just wild. Um, and of course, for a lot of people, it was just you know for everybody, it was, it was an interesting time, especially as like a really a new artist trying to like release and put out music. It was wild, but they've just been such kind partners through it all. And, um, I've just been continuing to like write and 2020 was definitely for me a year that like God was, um, revealing a lot of stuff and I had to work through a lot of stuff, which was good, good for me kind of stuff that I had been like avoiding and not, um, just like mentally really having to work through a bunch of stuff. But, um, it was a very good. So it was definitely like a healing year for me and a growing year, um, especially, but that's, uh, so when I got signed and, um, they've been, they've been great partners. I'm always a little bit nosy. So I'm going to apologize in advance. If, if you don't want to answer the question, feel free not to, but could you maybe share some of the specifics of the things that you worked through and how Jesus helped you go through them? Yeah. I had, I had been on the road, even though I hadn't been a signed artist, I had been on the road playing shows kind of all over the U S and I'd gotten to like open for a bunch of different people. And it is so fun getting to be on the road. It's like my favorite and getting to meet people after the shows and getting to like talk. And it's just, it's been like the sweetest thing. That was definitely the that was a really hard part of, of COVID, right. Not being able to do that, um, as much or as freely or at all. And, um, when, uh, the beginning of, you know, COVID happened and everything was getting canceled, it was really the first time that in a long time that I wasn't just like on the road, just like busy. Like I was, I was pretty at, like, I was pretty like going, going, going. And all of a sudden everything stopped. And I like, had been avoiding a lot of, a lot of stuff that really a lot of like insecurities I hadn't been dealing with, um, really very well. Um, a lot of like lies that have been creeping in that I just had not dealt with as far as like, just like who I was and my ability to even write songs. Um, I really, really struggled with writing and I had kind of just been like going through the motions and and trying to write, but it, it didn't really feel like it was, it was, it was just, it was okay, but I could kind of distract myself with being on the road. And then all of a sudden when all those distractions cleared away, I was like, oh wow, I have a lot of, like a lot of stuff I need to deal with. So, so much so that it was like, it was a lot of like anxiety in, in just specifically regarding songwriting, but it kind of bled into like everything in my career. And there was just like, there wasn't a whole lot of like confidence or even that, like, I was like, what am I even, you know, what am I doing? Like, I don't, I don't feel like like this is how it's supposed to be. I, it, and I, anyway, so going through that, I, um, I couldn't like it, it got to the point, like I couldn't really write cause there was just so much anxiety and insecurity and all this stuff kind of around songwriting that I would like sit down to the piano where I had previously felt like I shared, like it was like my time of worship that I could just sit at the piano and write and just like, praise God. Like I could not without just like breaking down in tears. And I just like, couldn't, I didn't feel creative. I didn't feel anything. And so I, um, 
eventually, um, the summer of, uh, 2020, um, there's this awesome thing in Nashville, it's called Porter's call. And it's, um, like they do this counseling for specifically for artists. And I, I started doing that in 2020 and that was so helpful for me. So good. And slowly, but surely, like I just seen, and now of course I, I feel like I've, I've been through that. Like it's, to be able to look back and just see how kind God was and continues to be, but just even in that season of like the different people he placed in my life during that season, um, people that were already in my life that just continued to like believe in me and be champions and just like speak life over me and speak like God's word over me when I just had no, like, I was just like, why am I doing, you know, it was, it was a, it was a lot of growing and probably on the outside, um, it was, it looked like I was doing fine. Like I even go back and look at my Instagram and I was like, wow, I was like, I've, I was like at probably one of the lowest points in my life. And you couldn't tell I was like smiling and happy. And part of that was like, honest, it wasn't that I was not being like, I, I was joyful. There was like a lot of good things, but then there was also this other side that was, I was just like really just working through and I'm, you know, still, still working through some of that stuff, but I've definitely been like healing and growing and, and working through it. But that's like where that's kind of what that was for me. It was just like all the distractions were cleared away. I finally had to like, just face myself and be like, okay, God, like help me. And he did. And he's so kind. That is really kind of you to share. And it reminds me of your song, song Photoshop, where people can just put on a veneer over everything and try and make sure that everything outside looks great. But thank you for sharing that actually there are struggles and, and you're being real. And even when it, it looks like you've got this great success, actually, even even the road to success uh, brings up challenges. And uh, but it's great to hear this. I guess, listeners, this is the tip, isn't it? If you're struggling, reach out and talk to someone because I guess that you, you said that people gave you wise advice and then you're able to get some help. Uh, it's if we keep yeah. everything just locked inside that actually it's very hard to, to get the help we need sometimes. So thank you, Liana. I appreciate it. You know, what? we've got another track uh, to, to play from you. It's called, how can you not please tell us all about how can you not? Yes. Um, I wrote this one, um, uh, being in, um, growing up in the Northwest, um, of the United States, there's no, um, uh, fireflies in the Northwest, which I don't know if that's a thing, if it's just in the South now that I moved to Nashville, like fireflies. fireflies. So little, little, little glowy flies that fly around yes. at night. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I didn't grow mean. up with them. And I assume you probably don't have them there. Do you? No. No, we, okay, we do. Yeah. We do have. We do in the UK. We do have a little glow in the dark uh, silkworms. I think. I think they're silkworms um, that you can sometimes oh. find in, in certain trees. But then most people probably never seen them. It's only because someone's going on a night hike and notice them. <laughs> That's awesome. I've definitely heard of those. I've never like. I don't think I've ever seen them. But in the south here, there in in Nashville, in the south of the, of the United States, we have fireflies. And so now being here five years, every, every year they like come out kind of like right before summer, kind of in the, when it starts to like heat up and they just like come in the evening and they light up and it's so pretty. And especially cause I didn't grow up with them. I'm just like, I think it's awesome. My dad had never seen them ever. And so hit my parents were coming to visit us in Nashville and they were going to be here during firefly season. And I was stoked cause I was like, my dad's going to see fireflies for the first time gonna be awesome and they were there for they were here for like a whole week I was like plenty of time so every night we would go for a walk and we at the perfect time we didn't see any fireflies like the whole time just like not a single firefly the whole week they were there and then the day before they were gonna leave town my my sister 
who lives with me here. Um, her name's Lindsay. She prayed this prayer. I didn't even know she did this, but she told me later, but she just said, Hey, Hey God, can mom and dad see fireflies before they leave town? And we go out for one last walk the night before they leave. We're out walking and, um, it had been, it was like raining while we are walking, but we're from a very like rainy part of the state. So we walk in all the weather. So the rain stopped and we're walking by this field that just totally lit up. It looked like stars were in the field. All the lightning bugs were out just in full force. It was like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And my dad looked over to us and he just said, how can you not see a creator? And I thought, what, what a good reminder for me that the God who created the, the galaxies and the stars and the mountains and the ocean and, and all the things he also created these teeny little light up bugs. And I don't know why he did that, but maybe like, I thought like, maybe he, he did it just to like, just to remind us that he cares about like the details of our lives. And like, I like, had, you know, previously been sharing about my story and just over the last few years, like I, I think back to like, man, the last few years of just like heart heartbreak and just anxiety and working through that and to see how God has like continued to like hold me and how he has continued to be faithful. I'm like, man, how can I not see God? in that and in, in so many things. And so like, that's, that's in my heart. And then writing this song, just like my hope when people hear it, I, w- I want them to be able to just like see things in their own life and just be able to look like with, with gratefulness of just, well, how can I not see God? And maybe it's like little things, you know, like maybe it's like the sunrise or, you know, the sunset, if you're not an early riser, maybe it's both. And, you know, maybe it's hearing like the laughter from a friend, um, a loved one, Um, maybe it's just in those little moments, but just being able to like, think about, okay, how can I not see God when he's, when he's done all this for me, when he loves me so much. So that's what this song's about. And that was How Can You Not by Liana Crawford. And I'm so pleased that Liana is with us for the artist interview. You know what, Liana, you've really shared from your heart and I've really appreciated it. And if you would be happy right now to pray for listeners, that would be great. I'd love to. Father, thank you so much for for each person uh, listening right now. Um, God, I just pray that that right now you would just remind them of your love, that you would wash over uh, your love. You would wash your love over them, God, that they would just feel that right now. God, I pray for whatever they're going through, you know, um, you know which season they're in, God, but I just pray that you would hold them and remind them that you hold them in this season. Um, God, I just pray for joy in their lives. I pray for um, areas of their life that have made them anxious, um, uh, God, I just pray you would fill those with peace. Um, and God, I just pray that that you would be the center of, of each one of our lives. God, you're so kind and good to us. And I pray that that we would just be reminded of that every, every day. And we just thank you so much for, for each one listening. We just pray blessing over their lives. We pray um, goodness and um, we just pray joy. We love you in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Leanna. And if you're listening at home or in the car or wherever you might be and you're thinking, I'm not entirely sure who this Jesus is. If you're in the UK, I just encourage you to get along to www.findachurch.co.uk. There are many churches that would love to help you know more about God's love. If you're listening to one of our partner stations worldwide, then contact the studio and just ask them to look up a great church for you. I know they would love to do that. Great. In fact, what sort of church do you go to? Um, you know, that's what's the interesting thing about being a, a like a touring musician artist. Um, a lot of times we're gone on the weekends. Like yesterday we were we were in uh, Texas this weekend. And so we got back like Sunday afternoon. So my church I've been going to is really actually during the weeknight, which it doesn't matter what day of the week you, you go to church. Right. Um, but it's uh, it's on Tuesday nights and it's just been a really sweet, really sweet church to be able to to serve. And um, I get to lead worship there sometimes, which is also really sweet. But just to have a have a space that that meets when when I can get there, which is awesome. Um, thankfully, I've, I've had just very like kind, um, just like good. I feel like kind is just that word, but just uh, sweet experiences with, with churches, um, over, over the years of my life. And I grew up in a really sweet church back home. And so whenever I'm home, I'll, I'll, I'll go there, which is always great. My family still goes there. So I love that. And just the, just having that, that community and people to worship with has been really sweet, but it's definitely been, um, a journey. I feel like I have to be so intentional about it since we're gone most weekends, which is like the story of a lot of musicians is just like, yeah, trying to figure that out. So for a long time, I was like, okay, I need to find a, you know, I want to have that, right. want to be in church every single week. Um, but, but trying to figure it out. So there's actually a few different churches in Nashville that meet during the week um, be, for that reason, actually, which is really cool. So does, does make a lot of sense. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can see having something in the midweek is actually pretty, pretty important because you could be anywhere at the weekend and yeah. no, no chance of getting back normally. So, okay. Which, that, which that, sounds that funny. Yeah. I'm so used to doing church like Sunday mornings, which I, which I love, you know, but that's just when I would usually go. But anyway, so that's what, you know, during the weeknight is always great. And then if I, if I can't, then I'm, you know, trying to watch online too, but there's nothing like just being in person worshiping and and being able to do that so yeah that's cool and great that you're able to serve with your gift so uh when you've been out on the road what's been your favorite moment of touring where was it and why oh i love that question um you know it's i feel like it's always we were just i was just talking about this with my band and we were even thinking about because we had a show in texas this weekend so we were just kind of talking through like funny moments we've had a really sweet, um, sweet, sweet moments. Like I feel like there's always, there's always like moments that you're like, that was hilarious. And that happened. And then there's moments that are like, wow, like God has just totally moved, um, moved in that too. So I feel like there's definitely been both. Um, I feel like there's always something with, um, I don't know, like there, there are definitely moments where I'm like, wow, that is one I, I want to remember that show for sure. Um, of course, when I'm just like, now I have to like, look back, think, think back to the shows. Honestly, the, the show we had this weekend was really sweet. We had, it was, it was a girl's event and they were just like all about it. And, um, in it and just, uh, you know, singing, singing along and dancing, which is just like my favorite. Like it was just so like joy filled. And I do a little, like a few different like worship moments in my set as well. And just, that was really special just to hear, like hear them singing worship and us all singing together. That was like super special. And that was in Texas. Um, 
there has been, I'm trying, there's, there's just been some like sweet moments. Um, I'm trying to think we had a show in, uh, in, it was, I think it was like in Indiana and that was, uh, that was really sweet. We, we started just like, it, it felt like it's definitely been, I like, I love playing shows, but it definitely like, I was super, I just remember that specific show. I was very anxious. Um, before I was like, just feeling super anxious. Um, not even sure. Like I was like so anxious that I was, we were really tired. We've been doing, doing, doing shows all weekend and not getting a lot of sleep, which is kind of like the story of a lot, like, but just traveling and that before that show, I was super anxious, like so close to just like breaking down tears. Not sure if I would even make it through the set. And we always, um, do, uh, we always pray before we, we go on. And so, um, we were, we were just like praying and I just remember just, just even like, like just feeling that feeling, feeling a little more peace and then being able to like go out and that, that specific show. Um, I just remember feeling like God's peace wash over me as we like started. And then that night, like the crowd was just like really sweet and just having, having fun. But it was also just like, sometimes those, those nights to me when it doesn't feel like it's going to be like when I'm like anxious or going through something even then being able to like get out there and just like worship and just have like a, a sweet time. Like that is always really sweet. And I feel like God always like shows up even in the moments where I'm like, feeling not like maybe ready. <laughs> and I'm just like, not okay. Like, I don't know if I can go do a show right now. And then I, I go do it. And he's like, no, like you got this. Cause like, I've got you. And truly I, I couldn't have done that if he didn't like step in. And that was where I was like, it was like, I felt like he was really like guiding even what I said and what, and that was to me, like, that's how I want all shows to be. Right. I don't want him to be about me. I want him to be like speaking through me. But that was like one of those nights where I was like, okay, God, like, let me just let you lead. most. Of the time. I want you to do it. Cause he does a much better job. Right. So, um, that was a really, that was a really, um, sweet sweet show for me wow that that sounds like a great moment knowing knowing that god's with you he's gone before you and uh even though we have got the strength ourselves to do things uh, actually we can we can trust in him so that, that's that's good and um, with regards to your sort of target audience when i last talked talk to you you had photoshop you had mean girls um very much those sort of things i could see really appealing and being helpful and really useful ministering to to sort of teenage girls and things but the the songs you've released more recently, I would have said could still very much appeal to that age group, but also that they they're much broader as well. In my in my opinion, yeah. have you have um, those old have you changed what you're aiming yourself at, or is it that God's just at this time saying no? It's okay. You've already got some songs that are really helpful at that age group. These songs are broader and help everybody. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think there's like my heart is still very much for the for the, you know, the young girls going through it. I feel like cuz that's where, you know, that's where I was, that's where I, you know, could continue to be like just continue to work through it. I think there's that's still very much of like who I want to encourage and love on, but I think it's also like there's it, it's not it's it's both. I feel like it's this this, you know, I I want I really want whoever listens to my music, whether it's my songs, you know, Photoshop Mean Girls or uh, those, or it's these new ones like How Can You Not Make It Through or um, or Simple. Like I want everyone to feel loved. And I think that's where it's like, it's not, it's not um, just for those girls. Um, I hope that 
I hope it, I hope, you know, I love, I love getting to, you know, play shows like girls events and all that too. But I just, I love the idea that like God can do way more with, with songs than I ever thought that, you know, that he could and not, or like, not, that sounds bad. Like I like doubt him, but I mean, I do a lot of times I'm like, okay, God, this is like up to you. And, and he really does just, and like you said, like he, he goes before me and he goes before the songs and whoever those songs get to get to encourage, like, I'm just like blown away by that. And so really my heart for this project has been, um, for, for the songs I've like been releasing recently is just like, I I want whoever is like going, you know, going through something, whoever needs to hear it, that they would just be encouraged by it, whether that's, you know, a young girl or whether it's someone in their, you know, forties, fifties, sixties, whether it's who, whoever that is, um, I, I want them to be encouraged by it. And so it's, I, I would say it's both. I would say it's both. And it's, it's, it's really my heart as, as for the ones that, that are feeling like unloved and unworthy and for the ones feeling like they've, they've gone, you know, they're, they've really strayed from Jesus and like, they're not good enough. And really like God is, is like, is he loves the, he loves the prodigal. He loves each and every one of us. And so that's where like my heart is, um, for, for each and everybody, for each and everyone who hears the music, but, um, just to be reminded that they're loved and cared for and that the God of the you know universe, the God who created the galaxies loves them and cares about them. So that's my hope for, you know, whoever hears the, hears the music. Well, I'm, I'm pretty confident that actually music can bless a lot of people. So in fact, actually talking of blessing a lot of people, when I look up something like Spotify, so you've got currently, so this is February, 2023, you've got 350,000 monthly listeners. Now that's a lot more than when we spoke in 2020. So, so your fan base has really grown, which is wonderful. How do you manage to keep looking at Jesus rather than looking at numbers? Um, I think there's, I feel like I'm could like, one, I think there's moments where I, I get like, I, if my whole focus is on the numbers, then it feels like but one, there's just, it's, it's so, um, it's draining. It's not fulfilling, but if my focus is on Jesus, I, I just know this for myself. Like in, even in the past few months, as I go, like, I, I, I enjoy looking at like, okay, like, you know, who's, who's listening to music are people responding to it. And yet at the same time, um, if, if that's all I'm, if that's all I'm doing, it's just like, it's draining and just like really is not, it's not where I'm most creative when I'm looking at that. Right. And so my whole, I have to continually like shift my perspective to like, what is God trying to teach me? This is like, this is like for him and this is about him. And I, I want it to be about Jesus. And so that's like, I feel like it's a continually like shifting my, my perspective and my heart towards that. Because when I do, it feels like, and I'm not worried about the other stuff. It's so funny but it just feels like, like God is goes before me and he figures it out. And it's so crazy. Cause when I'm worried about it and I'm caught up in, in that stuff, it's like, I, it's just draining and, and a lot of stuff doesn't work or whatever. And I'm just like, uh, frustrating, right. When that stuff doesn't matter. But then when I, when I shift my focus on, on Jesus and center my life around him, it's so funny. The other stuff like works itself out. And I don't like, it's just like, like, it's not, it's, it's truly just, I feel like probably me not worrying about it and being more focused on, on Jesus, but it really is like, that's, that's what matters. And that's what's like, 
that's the most important thing that I could do. Right. That's going to be where the, the real songs come from, where the real, like, I'm, I'm trying to just like write what I'm going through, write my story. And then hopefully people will, will hear that and be moved by that. But that's like, when I'm, when I'm focused on Jesus, the rest of the stuff, I'm like, let that just worry about itself. Like, you know, there's, there's people like the label, they can worry about that stuff and I cannot, but I also, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a challenge for me because I, I love that kind of stuff. So I have to continually like focus. That's me being like very honest, but I just like, I think it's cool. I want to see if people are responding. Um, but I also, that's the, the most important thing is, you know, focusing on Jesus. So that's always like my, that line trying to ride that. Get the balance in there. That makes a lot of sense. And almost ironically, I'm now going to say, how do people connect with you? Because I really want to make sure. I'm so sorry. Here I am encouraging you to focus on Jesus and not the numbers. And then I go, well, and how do people follow you? Where, where do they find you on on social media, etc.? Yes. Well, music is anywhere you listen to music on all the stream platforms. And then I really do love, like, I, I try to, like, balance everything. But I, I post a lot on Instagram. So that's a lot of people can find me there. Leanna Crawford Music. And I post a lot of different like videos or pictures and hopefully ones that, that encourage. And then a lot of my songs and then I'm on TikTok, which is just a, a wild thing in itself, but I'm there. And then uh, Facebook, um, I'm on, yeah, kind of like most all the, the stuff and then YouTube as well. So yeah, there, but it's just Leanna Crawford music or Leanna Crawford and you should be able to find me. Easy to find. Okay. That, that's great. So let's quickly talk about what's coming up in the next sort of six months year for you. You haven't you haven't got an album, have you? I don't like I've never had an album, and that's like no, there, there is no Leanna Crawford. No, there's been there's been a, a nice EP called Leanna Crawford back in 2020, which had some great tracks on it. Thank but you. but but what's the plan? I'm I'm just trying to squeeze out. Are we, are we likely to see an album? I well, you see, that's what's so interesting. I I want to say I am. That's what I'm hoping for. Yes. Um, there, there are so many songs that I have that like are just there. No one has ever heard them because they're just damn like just like songs that I've had. Um, and they're songs I'm like still in the process of writing as well that I think would just be so special and could be such a sweet project first album. So that's what I'm like working through. Um, I will say I'm just, I'm like having a blast. Um, this, this last song that we just released or when this will, this will go up, um, make it through, uh, will will be out. And that one we released, um, because it, it like, people really loved it on social media, which is crazy. So like the world is changing a bit, but I'm, I don't know if I'm like allowed, like, I'm like, I'm hoping there's like, there, there's definitely more music coming for sure. I can say that. Um, and then I'm, I'm hoping that it, it is a, it is a project because I think there's a, this is a, this is a chapter that I want to have in an, in an album. Um, but it feels like the world is so like streaming based and like single based, um, yeah. single based, what I mean, but it, which is a great thing. Um, and I, I think that's awesome, but I also love, I love the album, you know, it's just a, a project and a work. And so that is what it's selfishly what I would, what I would love. <laughs> well, I don't think it's selfish. I'd, I'd like it. So um, I, I really, I really like, I think albums, it's a shame. They're such a, a dying art form in some respects, because you're right. Everyone streams singles and mixes and all the rest of it. But when you listen to an album from end to end, it often takes you on a journey and it's often got a story in it and there's a progression and it's just lovely to, to get the 
that whole piece of work from from an artist. So um, so you haven't said that you're doing one. You've been a little bit careful not to. But I'm very much looking forward to the album that I hope is forthcoming. I can probably say that. We've no idea if it's true or not, but we're looking forward to it. Okay, and and touring wise, so yeah, so you're currently touring in the states. Um, which is lovely, but there's a lot of water between the States and the UK or Australia. Not so much water between you and Canada, but I guess what I'd like to ask is, are you going to tour outside of the US? Um, I would love to. That is a dream of mine. Um, so I, for, I would love to do that um, whenever the opportunity presents itself. So I'm, I have not, there's not anything on the books for that. But I would, that is definitely a, a dream of mine for sure. So it could be fun. Nothing. That's good. You know, what's good is you haven't strung us along. At least you've been honest and said it's not on the books. So, so we, <laughs> we, we're not, we're not going to hold on to our, our budget for tours and spending on shows and, and merch. We would have bought some merch. We're going to, we're going to hold on to that, uh, spend on something else. And then maybe in a future year, we can, we can get some, <laughs> let's go to Leanna Crawford because she's playing in central London or something. So that, that would be nice. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, so could you please possibly tell me as well from in, from in your personal life, what's something that Jesus at the moment is stretching you in? Mm, that he's stretching me in. Uh, I would say just, um, uh, trusting him. Um, I feel like I'm being, uh, just at every, uh, it feels like there, there's like these moments that happen that I'm like, okay, this, I, I, I feel like I figured it out. And then, and then something shifts or something changes. And so I, I feel like I'm just continually like being stretched in that. I just need to keep, keep trusting him and like every, every step of the journey. And it feels like this, you know, feels like all the, all my prayers are being answered or whatever. And then all of a sudden it, it's not, or maybe it's not exactly what I thought and just continuing to, to trust him at like every turn, every, every moment in my, you know, in, in my music. Um, also just, you know, in, in all areas of my life, but just continuing to trust him and, um, and, and music and, and songwriting and, you know, and, and friendships and all these different areas of my life. I feel like I, I'm, I really want to know what's, what's next. I really want to know what's ahead. And, uh, we don't always, we don't, you know, we don't always get to know that. And yet how beautiful is it that, that we get to like trust Jesus. Um, but it's sometimes like, I just want to have the answers and I just want to know what's going to happen. Like, I just like, can we just, can we just know what's next? Um, but you know, we, we don't always. And so just continually having to like trust him and trust that his plans are good and that he is good. Um, because when I look back, I know that he is, but sometimes in the moment I'm like, okay, are you sure you know what you're doing? But he does, he does. So that's what I'm, I'm being stretched in right now. Cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I think always being stretched in that sort of area. It's, it's one of those things that doesn't matter, doesn't matter how confident you are in what God is like, you still find yourself in situations where you go, I need God. I need more of God in this. It's like, whoa, it's gonna, this is going to be a, a tough situation. And, um, but God steps in as we continue to trust him. Could I ask about the Bible? So what I'd like to explain is, could you tell me about the Trinity? No, not the Trinity. I'm not going to ask you to explain the Trinity. I'm kidding. What I'd like you to tell me is, what, what is your favorite Bible story and why? Oh, I love that. Uh, there's so many. My favorite Bible story is probably hmm, probably the story of Esther. I love the story of Esther and just um, even speaking about like trust and trusting God. Like she is someone that just 
took a total step of faith and without like knowing what was going to happen to her or probably knowing that it was going to end in, in, in death or something terrible. Like when she, she just at every turn and she continued to trust Jesus, she continued to trust God. And that to me is just like so inspiring and some, someone that I'm like, man, I, I would love to be more, more like that. Um, so I love, I love that story. I also love the story of, of Joshua and his continued trust in, in God and um, like how he just took the reins from Moses and that um, he just continued to like walk in what God had for him. And I just think that is like, I just, there's, there's, I mean, so many different stories in the Bible that I love, but I feel like right now, like I just, yeah, I love, I'm, I'm reading in Joshua right now, which some of that, like I get like, it's all, you know, the different, uh, tribes and all the different things that I'm like, okay, I gotta like figure, keep up with this, but, but really just like the, the underlying that he, he took the reins from Moses and he just continued on, um, and continued trusting God, which I just think is like so cool. Um, but I, I love those. My favorite chat, like Bible, like little passage right now, this you didn't ask for, but this, I would um, like Psalm to know. 91. Yeah, go on. So yeah. do you tell it, us what um, is it? Yes. Um, Psalm 91. And just the, the key who dwells in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. And just the whole like 16 verses, I'm like slowly, very slowly in the process of memorizing those. And I'm just, I'm not a good, like I, I, I want to have more scripture memorized on my heart, but it's taken me a long time as I've just like, I'll slowly get around to it. But I've been like, I'm like almost memorized that it's just 16 verses, but the whole like little chapter is so good and like so encouraging. Um, and so I just love that whole Psalm 91, that passage has just been like, so for probably the last like year, year and a half, honestly, like, I feel like that's just maybe a year, but that's been one that I just love. So as a recommendation, go, 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 go to your Bibles, look up Psalm 91 and enjoy it. Uh, and once you've memorized it, maybe you should uh, maybe read it on your Instagram for everyone to get blessed by. So that'd be cool. Yes. So nice job. Okay. So thank you. I didn't ask you that question, but I'm very glad that you answered it. It was a good one. Okay. <laughs> that, that's great. So we've got just time to play one more track uh, from you. Now the track's called Simple and I have listened to this track a lot. And I would like to say, I think it's probably my favorite track that I've deep listened to this year. It really has touched me a lot. It's very powerful. You're talking about the struggles with writing lyrics. I love the lyrics in the song, but also your voice is beautiful. Absolutely stunning. It's an amazing track. So, um, you know what, guys, when you're, when you're listening at home, uh, maybe you're listening on the radio, you're running around doing like loads of different jobs, you're in the car, don't crash, keep your eyes open, etc. But I would encourage you, if you can, maybe just to close your eyes and listen to this track because it's an absolute smasher. Before we play it, though, Liana, would you be happy just to tell us all about why you wrote Simple? Yes, um, really, the, it's, in the, it's in the title, but just coming back to the simplicity and the, the beauty of the gospel. And I feel like even though I grew up in the church and I grew up, you know, kind of knowing God's love for me, I feel like that's like my continued journey throughout my life is just, um, I, I feel like this constant, like I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm unworthy. I'm not good enough, which is, which is true. Right. But the, it has nothing to do with me. It's like God's, God's love and his, his grace is just like totally transcends all of that. And so for me, it's just this reminder in my own life. And I think writing that song 
it was one of the first songs. Actually, it's funny. All three of the songs we've played, I like look to them as the songs um, that have been when I when I talked previously about just not being able to write and having so much anxiety around songwriting. All three of these songs were like these moments um, that I felt like hope again. And I felt like, okay, maybe I can still write songs. And this, this was one of the songs that was really, really special in that. And I just remember being in the writing room. Um, it was one of the first writes I had with the, the other two writers. And as we were just writing, it, it was like, we wanted to take time with like every single lyric of the song. And at every, at every moment, like it was just, how can we, um, bring the, bring the gospel in just a three minutes. Um, and just for those that are feeling too far, those that are feeling like lost and those that are just feeling one that they have to pretend that they're like, that everything's good. But then, um, at the same time, like they're, they're really struggling. And I think it's just, hopefully when, when, when you hear this song as, as y'all are about to listen to it, um, that you're just that you're just reminded that there there really is like there's no place you can go that God is not there's there's nowhere like there's there's literally no such thing as too far gone with God and that's just like for me those lyrics are ones that I need um, but I hope as 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 you'll hear it that that you're just reminded of that too. There's no such thing as too far gone with God. That was Simple by Leanna Crawford. Absolutely beautiful track. So pleased we got to share that today. And so grateful to Leanna Crawford for sharing from her heart. And you know what? There are many other interviews from great artists with great stories and amazing music that you can look up on the artist interview. Just go to your favorite podcast platform. And it'd be great from our point of view if you're happy to, to follow, share, like it, tell other people, post on your own social channels, uh, you just want to bless people. That's the truth of the matter. Uh, I'm so grateful to be your host, Gordon T, and I look forward to joining you on the next episode of The Artist Interview. God bless you. So take a breath. The camera's off.